0: Welcome to Cloudlandia Mr. Sullivan Mr. Jackson Welcome to Cloudlandia
1: Yes and how was how was Christmas I hope you had a white Christmas That's right <laughs> The white <laughs>
0: Christmas that we had was the uh due to the white fluffy clouds in the sky that was the only white we saw
1: well, we're perfectly we're snow covered here. Are you at the cottage? No, no, no Toronto. Okay. Yeah, it it uh, started snowing on Christmas Eve, and we nice. woke up on Christmas morning, and it was completely white, and the temperatures were down in the twenties Fahrenheit. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so it's been nice. Two or three days. It's been you know really quiet, no traffic. So. Things have stayed.
0: I love it, and you are on now full uh, full lockdown. Huh? Is, that, is that
1: my first? Full lockdown, yes. I mm-hmm. can. Uh, yeah, Be- uh, Babs and I are looking at each other suspiciously. That's how far it's been. <laughs> <laughs> suspiciously.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: You know what I always said to people? They said, "Well, how are Canadians taking uh, lockdown and the social distancing?" And I said, well, you know, Canadians already had a policy of six-mile distancing from each other, so six feet. Oh, yeah, right.
0: Exactly, (laughs) right, right. That's funny. Yeah.
1: Well, Canada's very Scandinavian. You know, I've been here, it'll be 50 years in June, uh, next June that that I've been here. And I've traveled in Iceland and Norway, Sweden, and... uh, I think when you get a a certain degrees North, um, Mm -hmm. life, life takes on similar, similar qualities, you know? And, uh, you know, if half the year you can freeze to death. I think your notion, your notion about how you organize yourself, um, becomes very social. You know, you just, Mm -hmm. you just kind of want to work out rules so that nobody freezes to death. And, You know, so I think I think latitude um, really, really accounts for a lot on the planet.
0: I think you're right. Mm -hmm. You know, though, this uh, this year brings the flows to a streak that I've been on for 54 years, and this is the first calendar year in my entire life that I've not set foot in Canada. Mm-hmm. That is something, isn't it? I mean, that is uh yeah. I it's I don't know what to make of it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's I mean it's it kind of interesting. March thirteenth will be uh, yes. last time in the States. And I I don't I don't think we'll make it because I think that uh what we're gonna do probably in mm. February is um Go to Arizona for three weeks.
0: Are you going? Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, because uh, David Berg has the vaccines. Um, oh and, yeah. Uh, you take one vac, you take one dose, and then you have to wait three weeks and get the second dose. So, yeah. Dave, Dave said, he he already set it up for us. So I think we'll get a, you know, we'll get a nice place to stay, and yeah, um, you know, and we'll we'll just go down there. So. But I've gone years without being in the States when I first came to Toronto. You know, right. mm-hmm. I, I think I've probably gone, you know, <clears throat> a year and a half, two years, at yeah. various stretches. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, this just feels, uh, it just feels odd. But, Dan, there's uh, something breaking news from Cloudlandia this week. I don't know if you've heard about news.
1: it. It's always it's always news from Cloudland. Yeah.
0: Yes. But here, this is this is going straight in the VCR Chronicles because this is something that could not have happened any other place than Cloudland, <clears throat> and it's <clears throat> it. I want to I want to dissect it with you because it's something that uh, <coughs> is. Taking the uh, the internet by storm right now. So on the internet, there is a creator on YouTube called Mr. Beast. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's the, one of the top um, top YouTubers, and he's got 40 million subscribers on YouTube. Each of his videos gets you know 30 million plus. Views that he puts out every uh, every video. He is, he is a beast. He is a beast, absolutely. Young guy, yeah. 22 years old, right? Yeah. And yeah. he just, without any hoopla or fanfare, without no, anybody even realizing what was happening, he opened on December 19th, 300 Mr. Beast Burger restaurants on the internet, on Grubhub, Uber Eats, DoorDash, Seamless, all the, the food uh, things, mm-hmm. Not not in ghost kitchens, but in collaboration with independent restaurants who are preparing and selling his menu out the back door. Mm-hmm. 300 restaurants opened in one day, all over the country. That's and great. It he had uh, yeah. You could get it on uh, all of those things, or you could download his uh, his app. And it became when it launched, it became the number one app on a million downloads of his app. <laughs> <laughs> and on on I think it, it must have been in the first twenty four hours or whatever. But you just think about what that implication right now, like how in the world, what would it take on the mainland to open 300 restaurants at one time? Mm -hmm. It would have been impossible. First off, Mm -hmm. I wonder how long it took Ray Kroc to get to 300 McDonald's restaurants, selling them one by one. All around, around the country, mm-hmm. and now here we are. You know, December nineteenth, he launches it with a tweet that said, "We just opened Mister Beast Burgers. We've been working on this for so long. You can now order Mister Beast Burgers in three hundred locations all around the country. Try it." Mm-hmm. That was it. That's his reach, you know, because he had the reach to do. He had the vision to create Mr. Beast burgers aligned with 300 independent restaurants for their excess capacity capabilities
1: he wanted in to which do which they all have which they all have right now that's it
0: that was his thing he didn't want to do ghost kitchens where yeah. he was going to staff them up and do it all in you know all, all, all internally he wanted to do it to support independent restaurants that were struggling. Mm-hmm. The whole thing, his whole thing is about philanthropy basically. Every mm-hmm. all the videos that he does is giving away money. It's all giving, helping people, giving away cars, giving away everything. And um that just is I I think that's an amazing case study.
1: Well, you're know, you know the thing is that it's uh it's a bypass of bureaucracy, um, yeah. what it is, because he's only communicating with entrepreneurs uh-huh. uh, and people who, you know, <clears throat> would um, support that. And it, um, um, you know, I I've had a long thought about this because when the whole thoughts about the free zone. Uh, came up, and when I looked at my life, Dean, and I looked back, I've always been a volunteering type of guy,
0: uh-huh. you know,
1: like, uh, you know, through my childhood and yeah. 20s, and my my Army career was a, you know, was a master class in how you get where you want in a big bureaucracy by volunteering.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I
1: just had the greatest Army career of anyone that I've ever heard yeah. In the sense that I did just what I wanted to do and mm-hmm. used volunteering as a way to uh, kind of get yeah. get my life um normal for me i I wanted uh-huh. to make my life normal when I was in the army you know and uh it's a kind of tax you know the um you know the the draft was a kind of tax on your time it wasn't it uh-huh. Yeah, it was kind of tax on money, but it's more a tax on time. They just want you for two years. And uh, they had me for two years, but that didn't mean that I had to do what they wanted me for two years. I could do anything I wanted inside the Army. And when I started taking a look at collaboration among entrepreneurs, I said, you have to have sort of a volunteering attitude uh, towards it. In other words, you can't say, well, uh, before we go any further, what's, in it for me because that's the opposite of volunteering you know volunteering yeah. is you say hey i'm gonna be useful and then we'll see where things go i'm, I'm just going to make myself useful and mr beast yeah. uh, sounds like he's useful he he wants yeah. to be useful and he's just found a particular way he, he's probably will find many other ways but he's found yeah. a really terrific way in an unusual time under unusual circumstances to be useful in a way that completely bypasses any mainland structure, except the person who owns the restaurant. Yes. I think mean, it's true. Yeah.
0: And that's the thing, right? It's one of those things. It's
1: the capability that these all these. Ding. Ding. Yeah, I am. You're going to yes. have to give a talk at the summit.
0: About, and we'll continue on. About Mr.
1: Beast.
0: Yes, of course.
1: Is it Dr. Beast or Mr. Beast? Mr. Beast, yes. Mr. Beast, so see, he's not, you know, he's not trying to make himself something. He's not, he's just Mr. No. Beast.
0: But isn't that, I mean, there's just, um, yeah, I, I mean, you, you look at it, it's perfect. It's a great it's brand, brand, by the way. It is, absolutely. It's
1: like, yeah, it's like Alice Cooper.
0: Yes. But you know, um, uh Ben Hardy uh, sent a thing to Ben that this was um Mr Beast um 5 years ago posted a video that was you know talking about how he wanted to have you know a million subscribers. But he only had 8,000 or something at the time when mm-hmm. he posted the the video, but he was living into his future self, you know, he would post a video, he recorded a video and delayed the post to uh, release in five years. And so when it released, you know, here he is now at talking about his plans for the future, but he mm-hmm. overshot by 30 million
1: uh you know thirty nine million. Are, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, you uh, you never know how yeah. know, something's gonna get out of control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And isn't that so there's just something it's um, a great
1: it's uh it's uh now you have to and bring up your V C R again, you know. Yeah of course. It's yeah, the yeah. next installment of V C R
0: Yeah, that's what it is. Because that's certainly it. They had the the vision, sound, the capabilities, um, um, you know, uh, uh, excess capacity in independent restaurants that are struggling and he's got the reach to bring people to through the back door, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's so, it's such an amazing, um, such an amazing thing. That's a perfect free zone collaboration. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah,
1: totally. Well, it shows um you know, um my my sense is that uh these breakthroughs uh really, really happen um when uh, an entirely new capability that's utterly cheap. You know, yeah. like it has no cost to it. But it's a it's a global capability that is literally there for uh, the wanting it, you know, it's not, uh, it's not oh. that it's going to cost you anything, but you have to really want it yeah. uh, to do this. And um, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great thing.
0: So it's so, pretty, um, that, that's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, you think about the thing that drives it all is the, is the reach that he has that I think that's I've been <laughs> looking for, like, how do you wait the things you know like that vision and capability anybody could have that kind of thing There's a lot of people mm-hmm. who have that, that vision and can see those capabilities but the reach is the multiplier it feels like in these examples mm-hmm. if we take um, we take Kylie Jenner as the example and we take the uh, little Nas X as the example that it was really the, um, the reach that was the driver, the multiplier of all of it. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: It shows what, well, but, uh, but now he's essentially, yeah, well, I mean that, today, built that asset, uh, today,
1: you know? today for one week, um, a house is going with, a uh, 99 cents. Kindle uh, special again for one week between the uh, 20, uh, from this Sunday to next Sunday for Hunetow, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we'll see what happens. We <laughs> sent it out to everybody, you know, saying yep. you know, uh, you know, and what a lot of people didn't know is you can order. You can order Kindles for a lot of other people. Um, yes, you know, I mean, they've got a button you just push and just put in their email addresses and yeah, you know, it's ninety to nine cents each, and here's the deal, you know. So, um, but you know, here's the thing that um, Zoom is certainly an example. You know, um, um, uh, you know, over the last nine months, they've gone forty times. You know, they've yes. gone 40 times their daily users from $10 million to $400 million. Yeah. And, uh And it's a, as far as I can see, it's a regulation and taxation-free zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, let's suppose, you know, you had um, come to Canada over the last yes. month or so. Yeah. How many regulation and taxation walls would you have had to go through, or uh, gates would you have yeah. had to go through to get to Toronto? Right. Uh, even supposing you could stay at the Four Seasons. I don't know if you could even stay at the Four Seasons. You know, where would you stay? You know, and uh, uh, and I was saying, I don't have any sense since March that I've been required to go through any gateways, taxation yeah. and regulation gateways to completely flip our company to virtual. And, uh, uh, Peter Diamandis today just announced that they're going completely virtual for, um, you know, for, for age 60.
0: Uh huh.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, and, um, cause there's no way that I'm going to LA at the end of January. You know, no like, chance. You know, no chance whatsoever. No. And, and, uh, I mean, I think the U.S. I mean, I'm still in a situation where if I go to the States and come back, I'm quarantined for 14 days, you know? Oh, so, oh yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you can't
1: yeah, so what's the no.
0: sentiment among the people you're talking to? Like, uh, you know, I was just on a, uh, one of the, um, boost, um, or what are, what are you calling them? Those the workshops, uh, the two-hour, the connectors. Okay, so connectors. On one yeah. Of those last week or a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they're quite they're they're delightful. What's the take among the people you're talking to about the prospects of going back to
1: uh, live? You know, uh, um, I have no feel for it whatsoever. I have okay. no feel. And my sense is until people have the freedom to make a choice, you don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: And, right, we're uh,
0: speculating uh, now, right.
1: Yeah, yeah, and my, my sense is we do know that um, in the 10 Times program, I probably have a good hundred who just refuse to, do anything on virtual you know they've just ah. refused they said you know we won't come back to virtual and uh i said you know um world's passing by <laughs> yeah exactly you know i said you wouldn't have harmed yourself if you had taken part in it over the last nine months i said uh, right you w- you wouldn't know less you wouldn't be less capable uh uh, you know, you and so my my sense is, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's a, you know, the story about the, the guy who's uh, it, it, there's a sudden flood and uh, he's finally up on the roof of his house. But the waters are coming up and uh, a boat comes by and, uh, you know, and the guy says, here, here, come down. And he says, no, no. He says, God will take care of me. Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, you know, and the story goes on, on and on, until a helicopter comes by and they lower a harness and he can get it. And he said no, and uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, he says no, no. He says God will take care of me, and finally he drowns and he ends up in heaven, and uh, he's he's really got a bone to pick with God. And he says, well, <laughs> yeah. why didn't you save me? And he says, well, you know, I sent this, I sent the, you know the Rescue boat, I sent the helicopter, I sent everything, but you said no <laughs> yes you know, so the whole point is uh uh i don't know, I don't know what it is, but i I have a feeling that uh the every one of them will be a personal reason of some sort. I don't think there'll be any commonality right and uh and and uh I think. What they're up against is something inside themselves they're not, yeah. up, they're not up against anything out in the world. It's right. something inside themselves that they're, that they're up against, and probably this isn't the only issue that they're up against themselves
0: right I agree'm I, I'm finding I'm, I'm loving the um, I'm loving the virtual. you know how they yeah. say like a like a duck to water. That's yeah, the, me too. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think you've really um embraced it.
1: Well, I've I've simply made a decision that this is the rest of my life is going to be lived in expanding this world that suddenly came upon us and that um uh, you know, uh, I just immigrated. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was kind of like Yeah. I, I, I just immigrated. I'm in a new land, and uh, yeah. the rest of my life is just going to be exploring and taking advantage of the new land.
0: And you think about what you've been able to do now—you um, know, open, opening up. How many uh, um, workshops do you have now that are exclusively virtual? That were
1: the third one. Of, third one. Yeah. The third one starts next week. It'll uh, be uh, first week. First week in January, and we'll have about, I think we'll have about ninety total um, participants for the three workshops, which is good. Right. Now, which, uh, which was good. And now the the big thing was to swing the sales team over, and um, you know, and say, look, um, yeah, this is free for the taking. I mean, if you you want to get interested, you know, I mean, uh, salespeople you always have to negotiate with, you know, right. You know, and uh, so, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, the, so anyway, I've been talking to them and they said, well, we've our entire sales message about what's going to happen when they come to their workshop. And I said, yeah, well, they're still going to come to their workshop. Yeah, but uh, we're going to uh, talk about how they arrived. And they, I said, well, you don't have to talk about that. They just hit a click now and they're they're there. So you can leave the social aspect out of it. But they were selling the social, they were selling the jacket. And I said, the other thing is they socialize a lot more with Zoom than they ever did in person. They'd see each other one quarter, they'd go to dinner, but they wouldn't talk to each other. Now they're talking to people every couple of weeks on the intervening, you know, the two-hour session. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. They're getting together now that they're using Zoom they're deciding to get together as zoom groups in between. I said, they're, they're still socializing. They've just, that's not, uh, they've, they've just got a new social world where the transportation is handled. They don't have to mm. think about the transportation, you know? Yeah. So anyway,
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. And
1: so, Yeah. Uh, no, I so, mean, I mean, so you think I'm... about that though, you know,
0: you went from, Hey, we're, we're locked down to you. It never entered your mind. To do virtual until March 13th. And now, yep. you know, here we are. Before the end of the year, you've started a, a multi million dollar new division of. Oh, yeah. Of well, and this will yeah. be, you
1: know, in 10 years, this will be 10 times what our mainland was ever. Yeah,
0: I was just going to say, because that opens up now the rest of the reach is.
1: Oh anywhere
0: yeah. anywhere with internet.
1: Yeah. 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 And, you know, um, uh, I still, uh, you know, I mean, I, I have to figure out uh, how I'm going to do the in-person better when it becomes a possibility. Right. Uh, you know, like my feeling is that the learning that I've had from the last nine months hasn't been about the in-person. It's been about And I keep exploring and finding new things uh, Uh that I can do. For example, what I'm going to start doing is um, trailers. I'm going to start doing trailers for the workshop. Okay. And that is, uh, you know, when you come to your next workshop, these are some of the major ideas that we're going to be talking about here. And, you know, and I'll take people through, uh, you know, not giving away the workshop, but kind of telling them the, you know, the ways of thinking that we're going to explore uh, in the next, in the next workshop. And I'll just send out a little, you know, it'll be five to 10 minutes and we'll just chat through it and uh, everything else. And that'll go out to people before they come to the workshop.
0: You know, there's a, um, when you're looking forward now, like to the expansion with the new capability of being Mm -hmm. virtual, What Mm -hmm. are you are you targeting specific time zones or geographic regions now? Well,
1: right now, right now we're using uh, Greenwich uh, Greenwich time, London. Okay, and that that uh, gets us all the way to Mumbai. Like we can do Mumbai, and actually we get South America. I mean, because South America is very, very close to Africa. I don't know if you look uh, at yeah. the East coast, you know, it's yeah. only a thousand miles from South America to Africa. So they're actually, they jut far into it. So they're not the same distance. They're about three hours. I think yeah. uh, Brazil, they're about three hours from Greenwich. So Greenwich, we have Greenwich, we have New York, and we have Los Angeles right now. Those are the three okay. times. Mm. And, uh the people who are in the uh, Southeast Asia, New Zealanders, Australians, and, uh, you know, ours, the three that would be big for us would be Singapore, um, Australia, and New Zealand uh, uh, right now. And they're used to dealing at odd hours with the rest yeah. of the world. You know, I mean, they're used to getting up very early. They're used to staying up late. So... Um, yeah. You know, um, so we have 26 countries accounted for it so far. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and they're, they're all It's all English speaking. So they're, yeah. they're used to, and I, I tell people, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, that English is about the most continuously spoken language in the world. I bet. I mean, it's, I just read, uh, I just read a history Called the shortest history of England, and it, it, it was uh, it was good promise because I finished the book in about two days. And the thing that uh, is really central to this entire fifteen hundred years, so they were a Roman colony um, right up until about the year five hundred, and then the Romans pulled out because they had problems back at home. And uh, but there was a language uh, which. Bears resemblance to the English language that uh, that we speak right now, and so this has been a and the one thing about this language is that it's completely open ended for new words to come into the language mm. where other languages haven't been other languages French being the outstanding example where you know you you know they they'd have to have a committee get together to decide whether a would be brought in. Yeah. Whereas English, if you come up with a word, uh, you know, you come up with a word and it catches on, then you got yourself a word. You know, it's, uh, uh-huh. it's a free it's a free zone. Uh, uh, English is a free zone language. And uh, so, you know, I was telling people, people said, well, are you going to put the, you know, the strategic coach into another language? And I said, well, Let me ask you this question. If you really want to be a big entrepreneur in the future, what life skill would be one of the ones you might want to have if you thought about going beyond your region, beyond your country? Is there a particular skill you think that might go further in the world? (laughs) And they said, well, uh, the internet? Yeah, I said, yeah, the internet would be part of it. But what are you doing on the internet, you know? And finally, I said, English. I said, it's, it's a global language. And they yeah. said, well, yeah. you, you know, yeah. And and I said, I, said, I didn't make it that way. I, I'm, I'm simply telling you that, I think. Uh, you know, and, you know, the fairness comes up. But the other thing is, in 10 years, we'll have translators in your ear. If someone is speaking, you know, is speaking in one language, you'll hear oh, them in yeah, your already it's already, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's already 95% good. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So I said, uh, it's not a problem. You know, it's not a problem. Yeah. The big thing thing we're we're gonna have to, the big thing we're gonna have to watch out for because we're just going through our first major uh, legal case, um, uh, you know, uh, regarding intellectual property. And I says, I uh, said, so, you know we're going to keep an eye on uh, on it so uh, see, I'm a great believer in property
0: um, yeah
1: I, I, I and you are too because you um, you've you've um you know majored in one particular You're right. marketplace activity called real estate, which yeah. I think is based totally on the concept of property and i <laughs> you know you hear all you hear all these things, and it'd be interesting with mr. Beast. Uh, what it is that he owns here, <laughs> you know. The audience look. Yeah, that's thing owns owns the thing audience. But, yeah, yeah, but can he sell the audience?
0: Well, yeah, I think that that's really what the he can direct the audience. I mean, that, that's yeah, he how can they direct can the audience. Make money is the, um, you know, he can sell access to the audience. He can sell yeah. reach to the audience. That's really what. Uh, that's really what it is.
1: The thing is, 10 years from now, do you think he's better or worse at it?
0: I don't know what's going to happen in 10 years. I I wonder how that will unfold, you know, because this whole phenomenon isn't even 10 years old yet, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the big thing is, how does he have a future that's bigger than his past? The, mm-hmm. And it's the number one issue with everybody, especially people who, uh, uh, you know, become big when they're young. Like, I look at Mark Zuckerberg and I said, you know, Mark, uh, the, the the past is a lot bigger than your future. Um, mm-hmm. are, you, are you there? I am. Yeah,
0: like I yeah. wonder and about. I, and I
1: look and I look at the what are called the masters of the universe. It's guys like Jack Dorsey at Twitter and uh, yeah, and everything. I said um, I th- I think your glory days are behind you. Certainly, the glory days where you are seen as a positive force. Mark Zuckerberg will never be seen as a positive force again. Jack Dorsey mm-hmm. at Twitter will never say the Google guys. They'll never be seen. That. I mean, they'll be wealthy and they'll have their yeah. Their, their ownings and everything, but uh, Mr. Beast is going to replace them. You know, there's, uh, there's little Naz is going to replace them. Little, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh,
0: um, you yeah, know it's almost like a you know, it, like general. Yeah, I, I've been thinking a lot about the evolution of this. Like, I look back, um, I shared with you that we were watching the the men who built America and the story of us have been really going a lot of different perspectives on, you know, the, the history of stuff from the 1700s forward kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you think about that, how in the 1800s, it was the big pieces, the richest, you know, the big guys were, were, Rockefeller and Carnegie and Vanderbilt.
1: Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Yeah.
0: So it was all the railroad and oil and steel, um, all the building blocks of everything. But, you know, you look at it now is those things are just givens now in society, right? That as they mature, like the internet is just a given now. Google it's well, a, it's a
1: utility it becomes a big a, a, a utility. It becomes yeah it takes on utility status. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, and you think about you know like
1: electricity,
0: and you get they got rich once just getting it, building it all <laughs> out over the the country. And then a- mm-hmm. the big advance of electricity has been then the capability that that gave. The visionaries, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that the visionaries who see that available capability now, it's almost like throwing and I'm, I'm just dev- evolving all of this in my mind, but <clears throat> it's like evolving these things, the pioneers creating new capabilities that are mm-hmm. thrown into the, you know, capability mountain pile. Of all of yeah. the things that that are available now, mm-hmm. and the visionaries are the ones who get to put unique, new, novel combinations of those capabilities. I guess for yeah. the benefit of many, many people through. And the yeah,
1: one to, one of the things that I find with America, and that's um, uh, different than I think virtually any other place on the planet is that you're given time on stage to do amazing things, Mm -hmm. but you're not guaranteed uh, beyond a certain number of years that you're, you're, uh, you're going to be on stage. And Mm -hmm. uh, for example, the, you know, the wealthy families from 1900 I bet there's very few of them that are wealthy or important right now. You right. Know, like uh, two or three generations and you're gone and the whole system, uh, they'll, they'll give you a monopoly for, you know, in other words, if you're big enough and you're creating enough value and it's cheap enough and everything else, uh, you're granted kind of a monopoly for yeah. a while, but you're not guaranteed a monopoly forever.
0: Yeah. Ford, Hershey. Uh, in, the, in the early yeah. 1900s. You look at those. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, that's the thing that um, keeps everything kind of um, uh, uncertain. I think that there's an uncertainty in American life that strikes you one way or the other. You either are kind of, um Excited about that, that there's this uncertainty or uh, you're very paranoid about it, that there's this uncertainty and it's strictly Mm -hmm. up to you which way it's going to go. And, you know, it's uh, each person makes a decision about whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. But yeah, uh, but uh, how you feel about it doesn't have anything to do with whether it's going to happen or not.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, well. Yeah. And you, you look get at to play um, a game.
1: Americans get to play a game. It's a big game. It's uh it's a, uh, it's an unpredictable game and you get to, you get to play this game, but you don't own the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really, you know, I look at the things that just in reflection on the things that have been the biggest um, wins for me career wise, looking back like when I, I think about Stop Your Divorce and doing the, the ebook with Homer McDonald, that you know, I found that found him in nineteen
1: ninety eight. That's an I mean, American the, name, by the way. That's a really an American name. Palmer McDonald, yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, uh, that but that could right only happen on, in America.
0: Right on the cusp of being able to distribute Electronic documents, right? PDFs were new then. And being able to then couple that with the search engines and the ability to buy traffic on search terms, you know, I had that for a uh, a long, good long run. Um, And then same thing with the with the money making websites with our real estate websites, being able to ride that wave of reach to people who are looking for um people who are looking for real estate in specific areas and yeah. being able to then license those areas you know that was a that was a vision um, you start you see that happening. I guess right now still it's Facebook is, is the place where we have that reach. Like I just look at it now. We're running, um, you know, Mm -hmm. we're running ads that you get impressions like a, uh, almost like a, I've been calling them digital postcards kind of thing. Um, is a scroll on somebody's, uh, newsfeed is like a Mm -hmm. postcard. So we're, we're we're able to deliver those postcards for you know three cents per postcard and get <coughs> the same the same or better response than you get mailing physical postcards and <coughs> at, at at you know at many many times the at twenty times the cost. <coughs> It's just something where you look at that as a um that as a unique opportunity right now uh and yeah. who knows how that will evolve you know mm-hmm.
1: yeah, well, you know i mean uh <laughs> uh you get up each morning and you get a certain set of cards uh, yeah. to play to play that day's game and uh yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be a new, deal tomorrow, be a new <laughs> deal tomorrow morning. You get a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. But you do pick up skill that gets greater from, you know, my, my sense yeah. is that, uh, your vision can be grown. Your capability can be grown and your reach. Yes. Can be grown. yes. yes. And, uh, and, uh, these are capabilities, you know, I mean, they're all capabilities, but, uh, uh, you get, and I'm, you know, really noticing, um, you know, because I'll be 77 in May, and I said, uh, "What keeps getting better?" And I said, "I keep getting simpler, and I keep getting more economical." In other yeah. words, that. Uh, and the other thing I've really noticed, I, I've become much more binary. Uh-huh. Uh Anything that I'm for, I'm for a hundred percent. Oh, I and see. Yeah. If it's not, if it's not a hundred percent, it's zero. Like yeah. I. I I don't have any middle ground in terms of um, uh, you know taking things into consideration because uh, it takes me a while to fix on something, but then if I'm fixed on it, I'm a hundred percent. Okay. We'll be in an And if I'm not, and, well, I think the uh, the Zoom that we were talking about, I'm now convinced that Zoom is a hundred percent, and yeah. we'll we'll have kind of uh, people who have um, been very involved with us for 20 or 30 years who really liked the in-person. And um, we'll, uh, and we'll, I'll, I'll get 100% value out of seeing people in person. In other words. Yeah, I remember now. A, and
0: that's an interesting, that is a 100% value um, um turnaround because
1: I remember before March thirteenth. No, was it's on March sixth. Somebody asked somebody asked me the question, do you ever see coach being virtual in the future? And I said, No. No. Can't see it. Exactly. i looked at it looked at it and somebody said, Well, what if you have no alternative? And I said, Well then of course I'll go virtual.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: But yeah, I wasn't that, going to go halfway. Like I wasn't going to diddle with it over the next five years or so. And, right. You know, say yeah. say the COVID didn't happen. I wasn't yeah. going to spend yeah. any time diddling, Hey, maybe you should experiment. COVID's
0: people to go over there. Right. No,
1: exactly. No. Yeah. Now I let the word. I let the world itself be the muscle here. Yes. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, the world. Gravity. I respect the, 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 the law of gravity, I respect. Uh, yeah, you know? exactly. I, I try not to be against the law of gravity.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing.
1: I, I try not to have an argument with gravity. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, and but once we went, I said, okay, it's hundred percent now. I said. Uh, and on. the yeah, and off. the yeah. handling the request for in person we'll we'll deal with that when it comes up, but uh yeah. I'm not giving any I'm not giving any thought to that right now.
0: And right. I exactly. said
1: it'll it'll reveal its own reality when when the time comes and I'm not gonna yeah. spend any time. So that's what I mean. I'm just noticing that with anything that I'm doing today, I'm hundred percent on it. Uh, I'm not. Let's see how this works or anything else. I said, let's just go for it, and if it doesn't work, we'll know soon enough.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: like, uh, yeah. I let. I let. Uh, uh, you know, if you use the strategy circle, I'm for vision, and I'm for transformation, and I'm for action. Okay. Yeah. As far as obstacles go, I'll let. The, I'll let the world do all the work on that. I gotcha. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I don't have, and, to, I don't have to do the job of the opposition. The opposition will present itself. Mm-hmm. Um, um,
0: um. I meant to ask earlier, what's the latest, uh, what's the report on the who, not how adventure?
1: Well, uh, you know, we're, Kind of been a little lull, uh, but that's why they put the ninety, you know, the ninety-nine cent Kindle in, and they did it. We didn't ask them for it. They'd, yeah, you know, the, they did it. So they they have some sense of this, you know. I mean, Hay House's Reed Tracy's been around for 30, 35 years, so he knows. Uh, You know, he knows some sense about it, but, uh, what you do right around Christmas time and and everything, but we're, uh, we're on to book number two now, which is going to be the gap in the game. So we're already, we're already into that. And we've already, they've already pre, um, they've already pre-described it uh, Hay House for 2021, that in October 2021 and everything. And, um, you know we'll come in probably with this week and everything. We'll come in about three times what I thought we were going to be by New Year's. I thought fifty thousand. I said, you know if we have fifty thousand um yeah. you know, uh, uh readers, fifty thousand yeah. readers that is somebody who bought the book, and yeah, uh, I was reading that, it. and we'll probably we'll come in around about hundred and fifty thousand, and that's great. It's terrific. Oh yeah, it's terrific. I mean, what's there not not to like about it?
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. That's good.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, and uh, so it's good. And uh, we just had three people um, sign up for the free zone uh, from 1st of December. Uh, So we've got this really great wealth manager from the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, and Richard Rossi is coming in. Richard nice. Rossi comes in in January and um, uh, another person named Brian Sweet. And he joined up and uh, Tucker nice. came yeah. in in December. Tucker Max came in December. So, yeah, okay. we're starting to pick up. We're shooting for 25 more during uh, uh, 2021. And uh, we're talking to about 40 right now. So I think 25 is doable. Oh, that's uh, great. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, these and are that's my. Yep, that's next week. These are my farms. These are my farms. You know, I'm. Kind yeah. Of a, yeah, I've got. You know, I've got just seeds here, and I've got some little sprouts here, and some of them yeah. are starting to, and some of them are harvesting. You know, here. Yes. Yeah. You know. I like it. I can't wait. This guy, you've introduced me to Mr. Beast, and I'm going to yes. have to check up on. A, uh, Mr. Beast, you know, but, you know, well, see, see, here's the thing. Um, Mr. Beast will come along and maybe there's a, you know, you know, Mr. Globe will be, I mean, there's uh, uh, these creatures who are going to come along and it's not who it is, but you know, there's going to be somebody who is number one in any new capability. Yeah. 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 And that's uh, it you know, and being early that, makes a difference. I mean, yeah,
0: being recognizing this, it early. And, and the
1: cloud in cloud being early makes all the difference. Yes. Yeah,
0: like I think that's really the thing. Uh you know, this uh year we just saw an article that um posted there was an article about the top 10 YouTube earners for two, 2020. And this is one of those, you know, have the vision early uh, stories that in, I'd say 2009, um, my friend Lane Bowers had adopted a, uh, a boy, uh, Zane, and they, uh, he was about four, four years old at the time, just As cute as you can imagine. And I said to Lane, this is when YouTube is starting to get kind of traction, you know, three years in. And I said, we should do a channel with Zane where he does toy reviews, right? Just show him, just show him playing with the toys. We created this whole thing, you buy. Toy. Now we had the logo. I had my art director friend put everything together. We got all the socials, and then his mother um, put the kibosh on the uh, idea. Didn't didn't want him mm-hmm. to be uh,
1: exposed like n- that. N- or known to every known to every pervert in the world.
0: Exactly. And now uh, I always. For the last five years or so, one of the, the number one earner on, uh, on YouTube last year was Ryan's toys, $29 million last year Mm of a young boy doing toy reviews has been the number one thing. It's exactly the show that we had, uh, imagined, you know, yeah. So we were yeah. there, but you need the execution. Well,
1: the, th- the, th- the thing <laughs> is, you have to give some thought about what it's going to do. You know, I mean, I, I, understand, yeah. I, I understand the parental, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, the history of child stars hasn't been a good one. That's true. You know, I, I mean, generally, and uh, I don't know if I ever told you my Mouseketeer story. I think I may have said I. Spend about three days with Doreen Tracy, who was uh-huh. the, among the first of the Mouseketeers. And she was 10 years older now. She was 23 and she was on a USO entertainment show in Korea. And I took care of the show for about three days in my part of Korea. Uh-huh. And so I spent a lot of time in the back, you know, just. How traveling. old were you at that time? Well, we were both 23 at the time. Oh, okay. And, uh, uh, 22, we were both 22. So she was, she was my age and, uh, it, it, still strike. She just died about a year ago you know, of cancer. So she was, Oh wow. you know, she, she just died and it, it, it popped up and I, then I went back and I read because I hadn't seen her, you know, I saw her for three days and that was it. Yeah. But, um, uh, it was really fascinating because she said, you know, um, she said, I've been on stage since I was three years old. She said, I was a really, you know, really extroverted, talented little kid. And so she said, by the time I hit the Musketeers, I'd already had 10 years on stage. And she said, I could dance, I could I could tell jokes, I could do everything. She said, but my, uh, she said, I realize now at 22 that I was at one these 10 years ago, that I'm never, Going to be a better entertainer in the future, as good as I was when I was twelve. It was very f- refreshing talking to her. Yeah. And and she said, so now I have to, this is my last, uh, this is my last entertainment trip of my life. And she says now wow. I have to go back. And she said I'm going to start a whole new career, and I don't know what it is. So that that's the end of it. I didn't know what it was. Didn't have an and internet. You so. Didn't have an internet, oh. phone, so you couldn't uh, you couldn't Hard find out. So I went back. See, and she yeah, went yeah. back, and she went through an apprenticeship program with Warner Brothers, and she became a talent manager. Okay. And so she managed other people's talents, and one of the people that she managed right from the beginning was Frank Zappa. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, and uh, she had you know she spent from her early twenties to her early sixties. Being a talent manager for Warner Brothers, and apparently, yeah. you know, she was the one who held the Musketeers together. If they had reunions, she was the one who did it. She was just a total extrovert. I mean, she was she was just a total. You could just tell she didn't have an introverted bone in her body. And uh, and uh, then she, you know, retired and she started a jazz and blues club in Beverly Hills in, wow. in Hollywood, right up until you know. Kind of the time that she died and and but I always thought this was a remarkable child performer that she could have that sense about herself and about her capabilities because you know, the stories of you know the tragedies of young people you know. yeah so yeah, I mean there's another side to why the mother might have wanted
0: that. yeah I get it. I just always either look at the. Uh, but just,
1: but if somebody was going to do it. Those,
0: every year when those lists come out, I just send yeah, it over somebody, to somebody.
1: Somebody, somebody was going to do it. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's the truth. That was we we were right. That gives you a, a good sense right there. Yeah. we were on yeah. the right track. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Somebody said, uh, "Well, how did how did Mark Zuckerberg do it?" And uh, right. you know. Uh, uh, Steve Jobs. I said, "Well, there was going to be somebody that did it." It turned out to be them. (laughs) Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. 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 You know, how's Tom Brady do it? Well, there was going to be one of them that was better and stayed longer than anyone else, and he's he's the one.
0: He's doing it in Tampa
1: now. Yeah. 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 He just a lot of excitement here uh, in
0: Tampa. We just made the
1: playoffs. He bro- uh, broke, uh, I think his next game, he breaks the record in most games by a quarterback. Is that um, right? In wow. 299. I think it's 299. Starter wow. as a starter. 299 wow. games, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. His father was in the coach program for 10 years in Los Angeles.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Tom
1: Brady Sr., Tom Brady Sr., yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Uh, Insurance agent. I think he was an insurance agent. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. I never oh, met him. No. I mean, he, he was just in. He was just in the program. So. Right. Anyway, so um, yeah, so all sorts of good things. Well, this is uh, Mr. Jackson. We've had other auditioners to be at the summit, but I'm afraid uh, uh, there's one person who has to be it who presents the. PCR message of the year, and uh,
0: I guess it's you. Oh, that's great! I'm super excited. That'll be a great. Uh,
1: we have Peter Zion thing. coming as a uh, as a outside speaker, so the oh, nice. United yeah. Nations guy. So yes, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's, it's all on virtual. So yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, I can't wait! This is going to be fun. Yeah. That'll all be right. great. And. Uh, we're. Uh, I'll be around uh, next weekend, so we'll be on if you oh, are. Yes. That's great. Okay, yep. perfect.
1: Great. Okay, bye.
0: Okay, bye, Dan.